Good morning, all you wrestling fans and all you new listeners out there. You're listening to the E's and B's Bacon and Eggs, a pro wrestling sports podcast. And I'm your host, Eddie B. Welcome back, all you E's and B's fans out there to this wonderful Friday. Hope you guys are enjoying your breakfast. You're listening to the E's and B's podcast. Well, today, folks, we're going to start the show off with a little bit of heavy hearts. Unfortunately, the wrestling world has lost another good icon. Animal of the Road Warriors passed away this week, uh, unexpectedly, of course. Pretty sad deal, but hey... We're not going to start the breakfast off that way. Let's get hype. Let's get into everything. Let's stir it all up. Add in some salt, pepper, and hot sauce. I'm here to make smiles on your faces on this Friday morning. Let's jump right into the sunny side of things. All right, guys. We've had a great week starting off fast here. We're going to dive right into NASCAR, man. Well, round one is over. That's right. The first round of the playoffs is over for NASCAR. Kevin Harvick getting the win this past weekend at Bristol with a great attendance there. Kind of felt like a regular race again. It was way cool to see the fans back. But there is some losers as well going on with the second round. Not being able to continue due to points will be Cole Custer, William Byron, uh, Ryan Blaney, and Matt, Matty B. Those four guys got eliminated out of the first round. They didn't have enough to make it. So should be interesting to see what happens in the second round. I'll give you my prediction later on in the scrambled egg segment. Moving things forward here. Jumping into the NHL, well, it's obviously the finals. And if you guys recall last week, I put my uh, prediction out there. I took Dallas. Well, it's not looking too hot for them right now. They're down 2-1 in the series. So by the time we reach next week, we should have a winner for the NHL in the bubble year. So it should be pretty interesting. Hopefully by uh, next Friday, Dallas has picked their game back up and makes my prediction look pretty good. Uh, Moving on with the basketball, also along in the playoffs, they're down to the conference finals in both. And of course, once again, three series in a row, the Denver Nuggets are now down 3-1 to the LA Lakers. I think it's time for them to start playing. That's what's happened the last two series. Everybody's counted them out. Nobody wants them there. You know, the commissioner is praying that they do not win because he'll lose money. But in my opinion, I would love to see the Nuggets beat the Lakers and show the world the young, competitive team can do big things as well. You don't have to have the big names and pay all the big money contracts, but that's my opinion. Uh, Over on the east side, thin kind of story, Miami up 3-1 over Boston. Everybody also thinking Boston was the team to beat if Milwaukee didn't make it. And uh, right now, uh, Miami and my boy Keith, he's out there hollering hoop hoop because he's pretty excited. They might be taking another trip to the finals. So next week we'll be uh, announcing who's the finals and hopefully we'll get a prediction in before it gets too far along. Uh, of course, NFL week two. I know there's some sad and happy people out there, myself included. Uh, just to run through some of the games or all the games real quick for you guys here. We had the Bills over the Dolphins, unfortunately. Uh, Raiders over Saints. Titans over Jags. Butts. Bucks over Panthers, Steelers over the Broncos. They lost their quarterback and their receiver. Boy, are they struggling. The Rams over the Eagles. The 49ers lost pretty much their whole entire team, but still somehow beat the New York Jets. I'm okay with that. 
The Colts gets a big win over the Vikings, surprisingly. The Packers over the Lions. Cowboys pull one out at the last minute over the Falcons. ATL shutting down again. That's their M.O. Let me know what you guys think about that. Them guys just shut down every time they get a lead. Uh, pretty, pretty scary thing. I'd hate to be a Falcons fan. Uh, Bears over the Giants, Arizona over Washington, the Chiefs over the Chargers, Ravens on a roll over Texans, and rounding out week two, Seahawks over the Patriots. Boy, we love to hear that. Uh, tonight, or last night, of course, week three started, and I'm excited to tell you the Dolphins got the win over the Jacksonville Jaguars. I know all you AEW fans that are Jaguar fans now are a little upset. It was great to see JR and, and uh, Jericho and some of the AE cast at the game, but uh, they had the wrong jersey on that night. So uh, pretty excited to announce that. Folks, with that, that wraps up the sports part of the sunny side up. Moving right along, uh, we're going to jump into what we do every week, guys. We're going to go through some of or all of the uh, five brands out there. We're going to tell you what happened on this week's matches, maybe give you some insight. And also, you know, as always, folks, I need the feedback. We're loving all the listeners that are that are subscribing, but we're not getting any comments. We want to hear back. We actually did give out our first winner from the first unboxing. The second unboxing coming up soon. Stay stay close and stay tuned because there is a big chance to win some great items. You guys are going to be so stoked. Uh, but moving along here on the sunny side up, let's jump into SmackDown from last Friday. I'll run through uh, all the matches, winners real quick, maybe give you a couple things about uh, what I thought about it, and then roll right on through. Once again, guys, you listen to the E's and B's podcast. Hey, just a quick reminder out there, Charged, Rocky Mountain Pro, the live tapings coming back the 26th of September. That's right, folks, this Saturday, live tapings back again, and you can't miss it. And if you can't be there, follow them on Twitch. They show everything live on Twitch. Rocky Mountain Pro Wrestling. SmackDown started out with uh, Cesaro getting the win over Grand, Ma- Grand Metallic. Uh, Nikki Cross getting the win over Lacey Evans. Bailey shows up again and attacks her old best friend. Guys, give me some feedback. I'm not too sure what to think about this. They're getting a little out of hand with it. Um, I know they're setting up a good story here, but wow. Two weeks in a row, Bailey putting it to Sasha. Uh, after that, we had AJ Styles over... Uh, Sami Zayn. That now sets up a three-way we'll talk about a little later on in, in the uh, scrambled egg segment. And then rounding out the night on SmackDown, Roman Reigns and Jey Uso, his cousin, get the win over Sheamus and King Corbin. But here's what I want to talk about, folks. We had two, three nights prior to that, the best street fight I've seen in a long, long time. And we talked about it last week. And I still want to hear your feedback. Uh, Jim Cornette and his Brian Last buddy, Definitely throwing out some hate sauce on that, saying that it wasn't no good. They find anything they can to, to hate on AEW. It's sad. I love listening to them, but boy, they, they really just trash it. But what I want to know, folks, is why are we having a Samoan street fight three days later on SmackDown? I mean, are we playing topper here? That's kind of what I'm getting the feel of. Let me know what you guys think. I didn't think it was that good. It was a great fight, but it wasn't a street fight. It was just a regular old scrap outside the ring with some tables and chairs. Nothing like what we saw uh, on the prior week of AEW. But let me hear your comments, folks. That's easingbees.com. You know, send me all your all your uh, likes, shares, and uh, we'll get back to you. We got some free stuff coming. All we need is you guys to send some comments. 
and we'll get back to you. I promise we have so much free stuff to give away. Moving things along, we jump into Raw. Raw started out with Retribution, finally kind of announcing themselves. Me, uh, me, I'm coming up, or uh, excuse me, the T-Bar doing all the talking, pretty much saying that they got some contracts. Now they're going to fight. I don't know about this. Got a lot of shade this week on uh, all the uh, talks, podcasts, wrestling talks. Um, let me know what you guys think. It really was mm, sketchy. After that, we got into uh, a tag match. Um, Andre or Andrade and Angel Garza getting the win. Um, but my question is, why was Andrade using the Judas effect? Let me know what you guys think. Go back, check it out. He uses the Judas effect pretty much for their finishing move. Um, I don't know. Maybe he's talked something over with Jericho, but I, just, I don't like seeing other stars uh, use each other's finishers or their uh, high, high power moves. After that, we had uh, Randy Orton hitting Drew with the kind of questionable thing here. You know, Drew and, and Keith Lee were fighting, and once again, Randy Orton get, comes in and interferes. I think we're getting the same story, same song, but hey, that's all right. We're going to check out what's going to happen on the Clash of Champions this weekend and hopefully put to rest that storyline and move forward because I'm getting tired of the ambulance and the same story, same song. Moving along, we had uh, Apollo Crews getting the win over Alexander. Of course, Paulo Cruz had all his people there, along with, you know, Alexander having some help. Uh, Seth Rollins got in with the uh, segment with the Mysterio family. It got very personal. Mysterio's daughter leaving his side. I, I just like I said last week, something about Murphy and and Mysterio's daughter. I don't know. I see a storyline coming. I know they're doing the the Dom deal, but. Let me know what you guys think. It's a little sketchy, in my opinion. I, I just hate seeing the whole family being a storyline, and, and especially in, in that kind of a way. After that, uh, Nikki Jackson and Shannon Baszler getting the win over Lana and uh, Natty. I would have to say probably the worst match of the night. I don't know. Too slow. Nia Jax. Uh, I'm, I'm wore out on her. Hopefully, she'll lose the title this week, but that's my opinion. Um, After that, Selena Vega got the win over Mickey James. Crazy. They set that storyline up. Wasn't expecting that one. Oscar getting a DQ win over Peyton. Um, Hurt Business getting the win over Retribution. Like I said, Retribution started out the night talking all kinds of smack. They end up getting in a match with Hurt Business. They got pumped and... I don't know. Let me know what your feelings are on them. I think they're done. I, I think that storyline's a wash. It's in. It's sailed. That ship sailed. All that good stuff. Uh, that's just my opinion, though, folks. The retribution to me is just they could have had something, and that ball's been dropped. Finishing out the night, guys. I want to talk just a little bit about they had the Raw Underground. They pumped it up all night long. I was excited for it just because it's two big boys, Braun and and Dabo Kato. That dude is. He's mean looking, but uh, they actually had Braun punk him out pretty much and beat him right there on Raw Underground. So, my opinion, you kind of hurt that guy's jump right from the get go. But that's my opinion, and I'm I'm just blabbing here from the from the side hip. I think that they could have done a better show. Like I said, this show got really bad ratings. Uh, hopefully they'll pick it up with the uh, return after Clash of Champions on Monday night. The follow up show will hopefully step it up a little bit level or a little bit more moving right along guys we had tuesday night impacts uh nothing fancy just regular old impact i am getting into it a little bit more trey miguel got the win over tjp and chris bay in a three-way match so he later on got to fight raja the champion but raja gets the win in that match uh Susie got the win over kimberly the donors got attacked by eric young before they could even fight 
So therefore, that match got kind of DQ'd and washed. Kind of crazy Eric Young coming out of nowhere and just uh, attacking him. And then after that, we had um, RVD and Sammy Callen. Well, same old match with them guys. They put on a great show. RVD gets the win. So therefore, his girl, Forbes, is supposed to have five minutes with Sammy. And let me just say, I am not a fan of it. I'm not a fan of her, and I'm not a fan of her getting in the ring, and, and it didn't end well for her. She got pile-drived. Pile it just It's a bad look, in my opinion. I love some of the people and some of the talent there, but uh, somebody needs to pick up the pen and, cha and erase a few of the things they've started and start over. Uh, rounding out the night, da uh, Sonelli Dashwood gets a win over Jordan Jordan Grace. Uh, after Caleb interferes, Caleb is I think uh, the boyfriend or another not so good show. But hey, we gotta watch this stuff. I'd like to report it to you. I like to hear what you guys gotta say. So get back at me at easeandbees.com. I want to hear what you guys got to say. Once again, we still have free prizes out there to give away, guys. Don't be scared. I have all kinds of stuff to give away. Keeping it moving here on the sunny side up. Now, we had something strange happen Tuesday night. AEW has a late night taping after the NBA uh, Nuggets-Lakers game. And they had they televised four matches, one hour. Is this a taste of what we're going to see in the future? Is this their second showing, maybe, like they were talking about? Let me know what you guys think. I think that's a good idea. You know, a little promos, a couple matches mixed in. Spread the talent around. That way everybody can get some work in. That would be great. But uh, starting the, that show off, they had Scorpio Sky against Ben Carter. Now, if you haven't seen this match, um, you need to. I know nobody out there or anybody out there is probably saying, who's Ben Carter? That's what I said. But once I watched, and let me tell you, him and Scorpio put on a display. Now, Scorpio Sky gets the win, but there was a point in this match you've got to see probably the fastest two moves put together by Ben Carter or by anybody I've seen in a long time, and they were slick and clean. Uh, after that, they had Anna Jay putting the sleeper on Brandy and getting the win. Not the angle I was expecting, but hey, whatever, it works. Anna Jay getting the, you know, another win underneath her belt, getting some more time in the ring. Maybe big things to come for that Dark Order girl. Uh, and then the, the main event of the Tuesday night, late night show was Sean Spears and Matt Seidel. Pretty good showing for Sean Spears. He gets the victory. You know, like I said, this was a pretty good little just a sampler of an hour of wrestling, Tuesday night, late night, for anybody that's up. It was great. And if you didn't catch it late night because you had to work, you know, you could record it or check it out the next day before you watch the actual Dynamite get you hyped. So that's what happened on the Tuesday night's uh, wrestling shows. Now we're going to move forward to the last night of the week for me, and it was Wednesday night. We had NXT and AEW. I'll start with NXT. Very good show this week. Bounce back from last week. A lot better, I thought. Um, they started out with the Women's Battle Royal for the number one contendership, and there was a lot of twists and turns. Um, Mercedes and, and uh, Rhea Ripley got into a little shoving match. They ended up eliminating themselves. There was a couple fancy non-eliminations. Um, it was really cool. One of the better Women's Battle Royals I've seen in a while, actually. But uh, Candice LeRae gets the win, so now she gets to go on to take on the number, or she's the number one contender, and gets to move on for a title shot at the next NXT uh, uh, TakeOver. So that'll be pretty interesting to see how far they go with her. I haven't seen too much of her to be that impressed, but hey, you never know. Uh, after that, they had Ciampa against Jake Atlas, and of course Ciampa destroyed Jake Atlas. This guy's on a mission, folks. If I was Finn Balor, if I get the win, which we'll talk about a little bit later, if I get that win under my belt, I'd be worried about Ciampa. 
Um, and then we had a little promo from Rich Holland. And let me tell you, folks, he's a rugby player, and he looks like the real deal. If he don't get moved up to Raw soon or SmackDown, there's something wrong. Because uh, he fought a little bit later, and I'll tell you about that in a minute. After that, we had uh, Birch and Strong getting the win over Mendoza and Fabian. Damian Priest, your NA champion. Had a great match with Austin Theory. After Austin Theory got beat last week real quick by a submission, he comes back and puts on a little bit better display. It was a decent match. Uh, things went well, but they didn't get the win. Uh, then we had the Ridge Holland I was speaking about. And let me tell you, that boy putting on a show, folks. It, I would have to give him a little bit of a little bit of that because, if, like I said, if they do him right, he'll be uh, somebody to look out for in the future on the bigger programs on Raw or SmackDown. After that, they had uh, Kyle O'Reilly in the four-way uh, match, and he ends up uh, overtaking Kushida, Bronson Reed, Timothy Thatcher, and Cameron Grimes, now becoming the number one contender and will face Finn Balor. That's what I was talking about earlier about Finn Balor. If he gets past Kyle O'Reilly, I'd be worried about Ciampa. But in the other shoes, if he doesn't, if I was Kyle O'Reilly, I'd be looking over my shoulder. And that rounds out the uh, NXT segment for... Wednesday night, I do want to make one quick point. Bronson Reed had on another great outfit this week. It was the one-man gang uh, tribute singlet. Pretty sweet. Like I said, I liked his Bam Bam one a couple weeks ago. And also, I do like him. He's doing big things. I can't wait to see him move up here in the future as well. So we're winding down the sunny side up, guys. We're going to get into the AEW Dynamite show that happened Wednesday night. Pretty good show. I'm not sure if I would vote it over NXT or equal to. There was some good things. There were some okay things. Not a bad night of wrestling. We did see some surprising things. But uh, starting it off, we had Kip, Kip Sabian and Miro making his in-ring debut. You getting the win over Joey Janela and Sonny Kiss. Ah, it just didn't do it for an opener, if you ask me. Pretty flat. Miro looked great. Sabian looked great. Kiss, okay. Janela, mmm, mmm, After that, they followed that match up with another Kenny Omega segment at the table announcing. So Hangman obviously was fighting. Same story as last week. There's no reason for him to be up there. Just get the storyline going. We know it's going to be a good match. Blah, blah, blah. We know he wants to be singles, not tagged. But Hangman had a great match with Evil Uno, who impressed me, did very well. Didn't expect some of the stuff he pulled out, but pretty good match, all in all. Hangman getting the win, like I said. After that, they came in with the TNT Championship, and I was expecting a little bit different of a, a match. I'm not too sold just yet. Like I said, on Burry Lee, he is growing on me, but let me tell you, he's looking more like a brick shit house. Each week, dominating these guys, he he punked out Orange Cassidy for majority of the match. They gave Cassidy his little high spot and run. He did some damage. We thought he would might pull out a, a quick win, but all in all, in the end, Brody Lee wins. But after the win, he's celebrating, and what happens? That's right, folks. He's back, Cody, making his return in a presence he was. With the new hair, black suit, slicked up. He came in and put the figure four on Alan Angels and showed Brody Lee he's ready to get his title back. This could be a great storyline if they go the right direction. Cody's looking great. Been gone for five weeks. Comes back, new look, new attitude. I don't know, folks. We'll see what happens. After that, we had Thunder Rosa and Sheeta taking on Ivelisse and her tag partner. 
But I just want to give a shout out to Thunder Rosa coming out with the tribute. Once again, as we talked about animal passing away earlier this week, she comes out the same night wearing the face paint, half face painted in a tribute to animal. Great thing. Stole my heart. I didn't care if it was a bad match or not. That right there just it helped me out. Like I said, it was heavy, uh, heavy hearts this week for the wrestling world. So kind of hard to watch Wednesday night wrestling for most. But all in all, it wasn't bad. Uh but as far as the match, Thunder Rosa and Sheeta did pull out the victory. Like I said, I, I just was sold on her face paint, and it was just, that's all I needed to see. They could have called the match right there. Pretty cool thing. After that, folks, we had a little incident this week where Lance Archer come in contact with somebody that had corona, so he was not available. So in replacement, on the fly, Tony Khan pulls out Eddie Kingston versus John Moxley for the AEW Championship. And uh, I had high hopes. Kingston came out during the pro- or during the show with a promo, pretty much saying he knows all about John Moxley. He's not scared of him. They fought before. If you want to get technical. He just seems like he has a lot of rust. He still needs more ring time. I'm not sure. This The match didn't do it for me. It was decent. It just wasn't that main event feel. And I think that's kind of the reason why I'm leading back to why I'm saying the AEW and NXT shows were about equal, if not NXT sliding in there and getting the win. But all in all, the match was pretty decent. John Moxley gets the win by making Kingston go to sleep. But after the match... Kingston's brothers show up, the Lucha brothers, and start pounding down on good old Moxley. Well, a few minutes go by, and who comes to Moxley's help? Big old Will Hobbs. Will Hobbs in to save the day. Well, not technically, because then it got back to where things were getting out of hand. Darby Allen shows up to help, and sure enough, not moments later, here comes Ricky Starks with one of the best hits on, on somebody I've seen in a long time coming from the apron um he jumped right in and just speared him and it was just you could tell it was real uh anyhow that's how they ended the show out the face is getting punked out by the heels we'll see what happens next week on dynamite guys they have a lot of good things coming up as well as we do here on the e's and b's so many things coming once again don't forget guys tomorrow night our rocky mountain pro wrestling doing their live tapings charge it is back if you can't join them you can follow them on twitch that's gonna be a great show guys i've been talking to all the guys there here throughout the week they're pumped up ready to go we got some great things coming up in the future from them so stay tuned definitely want to hear that and for pretty much the rest of this month here we're going to be talking to rp our rmp people so gonna be great interviews coming guys as we wind down sunny side guys i would just like to say like i i think the nxt show was the premiere show out of the wednesday night and as far as smackdown raw and impact smackdown was Probably the better show. Raw just didn't do it with Retribution. I want to know what you guys think. Please get back to me. Give us your comments. Subscribe to our webpage. We would love to hear back from you. We've got a lot of listeners worldwide out there on the E's and B's podcast. With that, guys, that's going to wrap up the sunny side up. We'll be moving right on into the meet today, folks. And we've got special things going on the meet today. We've got so many servings to serve you. Not one, but two servings on the meat segment today, guys. I've got special things. I had a special visitor this week. You'll see that. But first coming up, I want you guys to check out two very special guests I got to you this week, giving you their opinion. Here they are. Hi, I'm Julia. And we're the Wrestling Sisters, and this week's Wrestler of the Week is... 
Let's rinse. And Eddie Kingston. <laughs> that's right, that's right, that's right, guys. Those were two wonderful guests I brought to you guys this week. And if you didn't get a smile on your face from that, there's something wrong with you. We'll be bringing those guys to you, hope, hopefully, here uh, every once in a while just to bring some smiles. We love having them involved. But as promised, guys, I had another serving this week on the meat segment. I had a special guest travel all the way out here to see me. We spent a whole day together talking a little wrestling, talking about catching up on life and everything else. It was great to have him. Folks, I'd like to introduce to you guys one of my old pals from Indiana, Dan Sykes. All right, guys, like I promised, on location, moving all around. Once again, we're here with special guest, Mark Houston. Mark, let the listeners know a little bit about you. You're an Indiana wrestler, yeah. retired now, right? Yeah, retired, never retired, because there's always gonna be that one guy that wants you to come back and do one show here and there. Uh, how'd you get in? So, I wanted to be a wrestler since I was six, seven years old, and I everything I modeled my life around weightlifting, whatever my appearance was, was that. And when I was, I don't know, 20, just out of the army. And uh, like I said, live on location, E's and B's. Yeah, yeah, my mom called me and says, hey, there's an ad in the paper. Do you want to be a wrestler? I called it, trained with these guys, right with Sean Lauks and Billy Rock. And yeah, the rest is history. The rest was, uh, is history. 14, 14 years ago. 14 solid years. And uh, for all you listeners out there, if you guys don't know, uh, my buddy Mark Houston here, he's actually wrestled with some of the uh, Rocky Mountain Pro Wrestling um, talent. Um, don't Maybe we can get into a story here a little bit later, but once again, guys, we're on location, so we'll catch you in a minute on another spot. Check you then. All right, Mark. Good question we got for you today. Who's your favorite wrestler of all time, bro? Bret Hart. Nice. I don't work like him by any means because I'm a lot bigger than him, but... He just made it look fun. He made it like an artwork, an art, a form of art. Yeah, one of, one of my favorites as well. Uh, one of Canada's best, or Canada, Canada's best, my fault. But uh, wow, I, I wouldn't expect that. I had a, one of my friends on prior, and uh, believe it or not, that was his choice as well. Yeah. That's cool, that's cool. So uh, 14 years in the league and are in the wrestling world, and uh, what's probably been your most favorite thing about it? The brotherhood friendships I've made over the years just I've, I don't re may remain in contact with everybody but I've, I've made some friendships and made family out awesome well good to hear we'll catch you guys here shortly back on location guys here with Mark Houston one half of the Axemen hey Mark tell the guys out there and everything uh what is the most or who is the most uh what do you want to say? How do I want to say this? The biggest person you've ever wrestled, I should say. The biggest superstar or... Biggest name. Biggest name. There you go. There you um, go. I don't know. It's it's a toss-up because it, it just depends on your take of who's big and who's popular, who was your favorite. Like, well, you to wrestle Jerry Lawler. That boom. was That was awesome. I've gotten to wrestle Hacksaw Jim Duggan. That was awesome. Um... I got to wrestle, wrestle Tommy Rich while Wildfire. Wild yeah, that yeah. Was, that was not, not good. 
Not good. Sorry, okay. Tommy, that's if you see right. this. All right, that's okay. <laughs> no negativity. He's just being honest. Uh, that's some pretty big names to be um, thrown out there for sure. I know this just from talking to you and being your friend and stuff. You definitely done some signings and stuff like that. Uh, are you friends at all with Jimmy Hart? I know I've. You... No, no, I've I've met Jimmy Hart once. Oops. We were at a convention and he was sitting at the table and the booker sent me to him to see if he needed anything okay so i'm over there i'm talking to jimmy great guy he'll talk your ear off and this one guy comes up to him hey brother how you been it's great seeing you hey you look me up on myspace and jimmy just says you got it brother i'll catch you on myspace so we sit there for like 30 seconds jimmy looks at me i said hey brother what the fuck is a MySpace? <laughs> oh man! Right on. So, out of those, out of those guys you named, Mark, uh, who who was your favorite to wrestle? Then, obviously not Tommy, but uh, you know, was it Lawler? Uh, yeah, I would say Lawler because a lot of the names that I wrestled, it's always they do a lot. They take most of the match, and I get a little bit. But then I might get to stand up at the end and yay raw or get my booze. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, Is that now that was that on on the East Coast uh, tour wise, indie wise out there around the Indiana, yeah, Kentucky? What, the, uh, it was. Uh, I know he does a lot of stuff in Memphis, obviously in the Louisville area. Um, his fiftieth or is it fiftieth year? He's coming up on this yeah, year. Yeah. yeah, I know he's doing a special show here at the end of the month. I was reading on. I haven't read too much about it, but that'd be cool to attend. Yeah, I wrestled him in Lafayette. Southern Indiana, and then another time somewhere in Illinois. I can't remember where exactly in Illinois. But every time I worked with him, he just gave me so much. He made me look like a million dollars. I should have paid him to work him. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. All right, guys. We'll be winding down the segment here in just a few minutes. We'll ask him a couple more questions. We'll get right back to you. All right, listeners. We're winding down the meat segment here with special guest Mark Houston. We're going to ask him a couple of few simple questions here to end out the segment. And then we'll give him some free time to speak. Hey, uh, if you was an upcoming wrestler, Mark, out there listening, what would be the best advice you could give them? Don't do it. <laughs> nah, it <laughs> it's, it's full of heartache, but try not to wear your emotions on your sleeve because you can get sucked up into the passion of it very easily. And it can be very heartbreaking and just downtrodden. But if you're passionate about it, Hit the gym, look like a worker, eat right. I don't know, say your prayers, blah, blah, blah. No, it's <laughs> serious. Right look on. Look like a wrestler. Right on. Well, that's some good advice to hear. All right, we got one last question. Normally on the meet when I'm interviewing people, Mark, I uh, ask them, you know, what their name or gimmick would be. But since you have been and were a wrestler or still are a wrestler, we'll flip-flop it and scramble the egg for him. How about this, buddy? If you was my booker or my agent, what would what would the be the gimmick and name you would have to give me? So I could see you in like a zoot suit type thing <laughs> with that top hat being kind of a weasel, right. and your ring name would be Owen Money. Owen Money. Oh man, I hope not, but that's good, man. I do appreciate it, guys. It's been a, a honor and a pleasure to be traveling around the town here with one of my great big buddies, Mark Houston, other known as the Axe Man, one half. Guys, uh. Hope you're listening out there and hope this uh, gets some excitement for you. One last thing for you, Mark. Do you got anything you'd like to plug before we get out of here? I have nothing else to plug. I'm pretty much quiet on social media, and I'm honestly out of the world of wrestling. 
All right, Mike. Once again, like I said, I appreciate it. I had a blast today, and we'll see you guys next time on the Ease and Beast podcast. Thanks for having me, guys. That was Dan Sykes, everybody. I hope you enjoyed. It was a great time having him out here, folks. It was a pleasure to interview him. He has so many stories. We'll definitely have him back on in the future, tell some more stories. Maybe, hey, some of you guys out there join my Patreon. You might catch up with Dan Sykes on a Zoom call with us sometime in the future. Follow us at E's and B's. Definitely, there's a lot of good things coming, not just right now, but in the future as well. As we round down the meat segment, guys, I just want to say it was a pleasure to have, like I said, Dan with me. I had two special guests that will be back next in the next couple of weeks to give you their wrestlers of the week. I hope you guys enjoyed that. And we're going to move right on into the scrambled egg segment here. We got all kinds of predictions. We're going to talk a lot about the class of champions and uh, see what you guys think out there of my predictions. I want to hear your feedback. Maybe I'll get some of these right. Maybe I'll get some of these wrong. We'll find out. But moving right on in to the scrambled egg segment. This week on the scrambled egg segment, guys, we got a stacked plate, so get your napkin out. My prediction going forward for the NASCAR into this week's race, it is in Las Vegas. Um, I'm going to stick with the past winner, Martin Truex Jr., who dominated last year. Now, Joey Lugano has been the winner this year, but I think Martin was really close a couple weeks ago, and he's needing the victory over the big dogs like Kevin Harvick and Denny Hamlin, who have been running away with it all year. So my prediction, once again, Martin Truex Jr., 19 Bass Pro Car. Um, moving in with the Class of Champions this Sunday, guys. We're going to have a great show. I'm very excited to watch with my family. It's going to be a great one. Of course, Clash of Champions, all titles are on the line. There's only a couple uh, gimmick matches, the ambulance match, of course, and then the ladder match, really. Everything else is pretty straight up, so hopefully we'll get some just good, solid wrestling. Um, I don't know if we'll see any surprises or not. What do you guys think? Let me know. But uh, starting off on the pre-show, they're going to have Oscar uh, versus Lena Vega for the Raw Championship. I'm going to take Oscar in this one. I just don't see a storyline with Lena Vega being the champion. Um, and honestly, who has she beat? Mickey James? Give me a break. Uh, after that, uh, they're going to have the U.S. Championship match, which is the U.S. champion Bobby Lashley, part of the Hurt Business, going up against his uh, rival Apollo Crews, who was former champ. I just think numbers outdo Cruz again. Hurt Business is going to be on top. Right now, they're making a huge statement, if you ask me, in the WWE world. After that, they got the uh, women's tag champion, Nia Jax, and Shayna Baszler going up against the Riot Squad. Here's where I'm going to throw some scrambled eggs on you. I'm going to take the Riot Squad. Why? Because I don't see why they would put them two back together and go through the storyline of splitting up uh, the Iconics and, and such, not to, to go further with them. I mean, if they don't win this match, maybe something else happens. But And honestly, I would like to see them win as well because I'm tired of seeing Nia Jax. Ugh. 
Um, after that, they got the uh, men's tag champions, uh, Shinsuke Nakamura and Cesaro, taking on Lucha House Party. I know Lucha's looked great last couple showings, but, man, this is classic champions, and I'm going to have to stick with the champions. I'm taking Shinsuke and Cesaro in that one. Following up, the next tag champion match is going to be the Street Profits versus Andrade and Angel Garza. This one I'm torn between because I'm not too sure the storyline here, but uh, I know Andrade and Angel Garza looked really great that last time out, and they are some heels that have tricks up their sleeve, but I don't know if they can get along long enough. What do you guys think? I'm going to lean towards the Street Profits in this one, but I wouldn't be surprised if it doesn't go the other way just for a better storyline in the future. Uh, moving along, we have uh, the SmackDown Women's Champion, Bayley. She's taking on Nikki Cross here, and I'm picking her to win over Nikki Cross, but we all know Sasha's going to make her appearance. Yeah, well, sure, Laura, go right ahead. Um, I'm predicting Sasha to win. She's um, no, but I do think she's going to come out, as Ed said, make an appearance, and I believe she's going to get some revenge on Bailey, who pulled some pretty shysty shit. Um, let me know if you agree with me. I am definitely a Sasha Banks legit boss fan. <laughs> she definitely is, along with my daughter as well. I, I agree, Lauren. I, I do think that there's a good chance that Sasha might make an appearance and uh, ruin Bailey's day. Hey, she did it to her, right? Yeah, and that's where I'm coming in with some scrambled eggs for you. Well, thanks for joining us real quick on the scrambled eggs, Lauren. We always enjoy you when you show up and give us your opinions. Definitely a good good thought from her. And, of course, like she said, legit boss. That could be the biggest problem for Bailey this weekend. We'll find out. Uh, after that, then, like I talked about, one of the gimmick matches. It's not really a gimmick match. It's a ladder match. Um, should be a good one. Three veterans. We got Jeff Hardy, AJ Styles, and Sami Zayn. We all know Sami Zayn is a trickster. He'll probably try to find some way of not even fighting until the end and sneak in there to get the win. We know how he rolls. But as a fan, I'm going to choose AJ Styles. I mean, come on, guys. He's the face right now of, of of pretty much the whole thing besides Roman Reigns. But he's been so solid. I mean, who else could take on The Undertaker like he did and put on a good show? So, yeah, I'm taking AJ Styles in that one. Um, then we're running down to the last two main event matches of the evening. I'm not sure which way they'll go with it. I imagine they'll go with the Universal Championship match first, and it's family versus family. Jey Uso challenging his cousin, Roman Reigns, for the Universal title. I don't see it going too well for Jay, unfortunately, and hopefully... They uh, just keep it as a match competitive, and, and that's it. But I could feel a uh, family storyline breakup up my sleeve or up their sleeve, whatever you want to say. Maybe a little bit of hot sauce out of old uh, Paul Heyman's pocket. We know he's going to be there watching very closely. Hey, who knows? Maybe Brock Lesnar shows up. <laughs> just kidding. I doubt that will happen. Uh, and then the last match I do believe they'll have of the night, the main event, and it, like I said, it could be the other way around, but it's the WWE Championship. Drew McIntyre in an ambulance match 
against Randy Orton. Um, I didn't give you my pick on that last night. Like I said, I, Roman Reigns. But anyways, on, on this Randy Orton, Drew McIntyre, I'm I'm over the storyline. I'm going to take Randy Orton, hoping that they go that direction just because I don't, I'm just not getting out of Drew. I love the guy. I think it'd be better if the crowd was there for him as far as pop and his his run as a champ right now. But this year has been so flat for, for me as far as Drew McIntyre. I like the guy. He's a great talent, but uh, Randy Orton's made him, and that's my opinion. So I think you should give it to Randy Orton, but that's just my opinion. And guys, that's that's my all my uh, predictions here on the sunny or on the scrambled egg segment. Sorry about that. Got thrown off. I want to know what you guys think, or what you guys think of my p- predictions, and what Lauren snuck in here and said. What do you guys think is going to happen? And that's going to be it for the uh, scrambled egg segment. As we wind the show down, guys, we're moving into everyone's favorite part of the show. That's right. It's the toast. Get out your jam, jelly, butter, and cinnamon. Whatever you put on your toast, it's ready to close things up. Head out. Guys, on the toast this week, I just want to let you know what's going on and what's coming up. Check out our website. We've got the picture of our first winner from the unboxing video live on our web page there to prove to you guys that we do give out stuff i promise all we need is some some input some comments to get to us we want to hear back we want to know what you like what you dislike of my show you know what we can do to change it to help you guys out to make it fun for everyone because trust me i'm giving away everything i've got here for free you, you can't go wrong there so let me know what else i can do better for you folks coming up this this rest of this month here we're going to be having the unboxing video number two, Breakfast Burrito, should be up this weekend, guys. Go on my Patreon. Become a member. You'll be the first person to get a special uh, gift from that unboxing. Check it out to find out details. Like I said, go to my Patreon or just go to easeandbees.com. Go up to the left-hand corner and click on it. It'll guide you right where you need to go. Uh, also coming up this month, guys, like I said, we're going to be pushing a lot of Rocky Mountain Pro Wrestling. We got special guests coming up here in uh, two weeks. Scott Long and the champions, Dustin Urich and Bruce Wayans coming after that all the way into October. And like I said last week, guys, October is going to be Halloween Havoc October for us. All Halloween Havoc topics all month long. A watch along at the end of the month. Check out my page for the poll we need to know which one you guys want to watch. Me and my best friend, B, going to be doing the watch-along right before Halloween. We want to know which Halloween Havoc you guys choose. So follow us on the page. Select on the poll. Get things rolling. We can't wait. Also coming up in October, we're going to have maybe a new special guest bringing us things from another side of the wrestling world, New Japan. Special things coming from him, hopefully. We uh, definitely don't talk too much about the New Japan side of wrestling. We don't get to see much of it here in the States. But uh, coming up, we're definitely looking forward to talking to a few folks that know a little bit about New Japan. We do have mystery things coming up. Mystery, I forget how Lauren uh, labeled it. It ties in with the Halloween Havoc month. It's going to be mysteries. She's going to be murder mysteries. That's right. Murder mysteries on the Halloween Havoc month. That'll be uh, in one of the episodes, so listen closely. Get your wives if they like the murder mystery stuff, because that's what Lauren's all about. She'll have a few topics later on in October about that. Guys, follow us at Twitter. 
Sign up to be a member on Patreon. First person to sign up this weekend will get a special shout-out next week on the podcast. Also, maybe something from the unboxing. Like I said, you guys follow the video. It'll be up on Patreon, YouTube, on my page, everything else. Please follow back, guys. We enjoy doing this every week with you. All we like to know is what you we could do better for you. We'll be out there live coming next week. Special guests. Let me know what you think, guys. As we wind it down, you know, one last thing I got to tell you. You always got to remember to eat your breakfast. Also, real quick, this is Lauren here. I wanted to give a special shout out to our listeners in Ashburn, Virginia, Fort Collins, Colorado, Chicago, Illinois. Boardman, Oregon. And it looks like, oh, we got a couple more. There's also a Norton Shores, or uh, Michigan. Sorry, Michigan. Um, if you want to get on this list of shout outs, you know what to do. Easonbees.com.